Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes. God is gracious to show us how to do it and how to keep things well balanced, you know, as far as ministry and family and everything, because only He can show us how to do that. Hello, everybody. We're Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. Let us be the very first ones today to wish you Merry Christmas. Yeah. Praise God. This is the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. This is our Christmas week special, and we are so pleased and so blessed that you're here, and thank you for being our praise. partner. Praise God. Let's have a word of prayer together. Father, we thank you and praise you today. We worship you. We thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, oh God, thank you for sending Jesus. Mm. We just so thrilled. Our hearts just are, are just just cry out praises praise to you. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that has that led us to that point that day. In November the second, nineteen sixty-two. For me, two weeks before that, for Gloria, Christ. when we just cried out and said, "Jesus, come into our hearts, take our lives, and Thank do you, something Lord. with it." Praise. And how wonderful it is mm -hmm. to know the, ra right. the risen Savior, the Lord God, Thank you, Jesus. the King of Kings. Praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah! Merry Christmas, Gloria. Merry Christmas, Kenneth. You certainly look pretty in your Thank Christmas you. black and white. No, that's not black and white. That's black, that's black and, and red. red. Yeah, black and red. Girl. Thank you very much. You are always so pretty. You know, her daddy was right. Oh, no. You're not going to tell that. <laughs> you? Yeah, yeah. He walked up to me at that party back there and uh, <laughs> 50 some odd years ago. And he said, my daughter's the best looking girl in the state of Arkansas. I said, is that right? He said, yeah, that's right. And so he went around the rest of the party there and a little bit he come back and said, you don't believe me, do you? I said, I don't believe you. He never told me that. And he said, I, I, he, he said I'm going to show you. He said, how are you going back to the airport in the morning? I said, taxi cab, I guess. No, I'll come by and pick you up. And I thought, you know, that's just party talk. But in the morning, sun, there he was. Now, at the front door of that place. And I said, oh, I, I, <laughs> I was almost that dumbstruck. The man's right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Best looking girl in the state of Arkansas, and she still is. Praise God. Amen. We've done well together. Yes, we've done. We've had a lot of fun together and still having a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, that's right. Watch this. I pay really close attention to this. This young man, uh, Terry and his wife, Hannah, minor, um, uh, his dad, before he went home to be with the Lord, I, I, kn I knew his dad real well. And... Uh, 
this, this young man is very, very anointed, very talented young man. He and his wife both. They're pretty people. Mm. <laughs> Amen. Watch this. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Terry Miner Jr. This is my wife, Hannah Miner, and we're from Knoxville, Tennessee. As soon as I was born, you know, my, my, even from that moment, my house has been filled with Kendall Copeland Ministries, material and tapes and magazines and all the materials from my parents and from being partners and uh, just supporting the KCM ministry. Um, I was born and raised in a Baptist church and uh, we met through doing full-time ministry. He was a um, Christian rap artist and I booked him for a show and ever since then um, God just did an amazing work and we ended up getting married and I was introduced to Word of Faith and been there ever since. I grew up as a PK, uh, a preacher's kid um, and my dad been preaching his my whole life. But my life took a turn on this uh, March 3rd of 2016, the day before my 27th birthday. Uh, suddenly and instantly, and it was totally unexpected, my dad passed away. And, um, and on April the 13th or 15th, we were actually supposed to be celebrating his 30 years anniversary as pastor. After that happened, when he passed away, of course, you know, everyone, because my dad was involved with the city so much. and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of kids' lives that he touched and all things that we do with sports and church and, and, and uh, youth centers and everything that we've done all, all over the years. And uh, everybody's was looking like, you know, after dad passed, was like, what now? You know, obviously, and also being the pastor of the church. Not, no time passed, even, even after, even hours after it happened, everyone's already looking at me on saying like, what now? So I, of course I had to get time with God. And then after I did, God gave me a sermon and the sermon title was, What Now? The Answer. And then, you know, sent to everybody's question. And then God spoke to me and said this. He said, nothing will slow down. Things will pick up speed, but only according to your faith. And that was the exact word that I received from God. And then after that, I just had to run with it and take on many more hats. Um, now also being the head pastor of the ministry now and uh, preaching every Sunday. Ever since he passed, I've been uh, preaching every Sunday and Wednesday since and hosting and running the prayer nights every Tuesday night. Also on top of the music and everything else that we have to do, but God is great such so as showed us how to do and how to keep things well balanced, you know, for his ministry and family and everything, because only he can show us how to do that. And I've um, learned that our direction in life and what and, and the things that's really in us only become surface when we truly get before His presence and spend time with Him in a secret place. And then as I did that and, and, and went and went deeper there, God started showing me who I really was. Of course, you can think, okay, well, I'm gonna, now am I going to have time to do music? Or, you know what I'm saying? And while I'm going to be preaching doing this now, but He showed me, it's he's gonna, I'm, I'm going to use it all. I didn't have you going hard and pressing and being steady and, and patient all these years for nothing in this. It's going to be a purpose for the music. It's going to be a purpose for the preaching. I'm going to use it all. And, and both of it, of course, is going to help change life and save souls globally. Brother Kenneth Copeland of uh, KCM emailed me, and we was emailing back and forth. and. Um, I noticed he started calling me son. What happened at this year's Southwest Believers Convention was amazing because it was like I saw he really took that step physically and spiritually as you are my son in the Lord and I am your father and everything is going to be okay. And then so we had a moment and he called me to the front at the conference at 2016 SWBC and um, 
went up there and, and he told the crowd, he said, this is my son, you know. This is my son, Terry Miner. Glory to God. And I got up there and then he began to lay his hands on me and then ordain me as well as an ordained minister because of course, you know, my dad been a minister and I knew I was gonna preach sometime in life, but I didn't know it'd be this soon. Of course, I knew whenever that happens, I knew it would, to be honest. Deep down, I knew it, but I didn't want to think about it, I didn't want to embrace it. This is just, just the rapping part, but also, but, but I knew for a fact, probably after rap, you know, then I'll become a minister, <laughs> stay in the ministry, then it crosses over to pastor. But it happened in, a, in such a way, you know, to where it wasn't the method I thought that the way it would happen, but it happened. And today, there is released unto you anointing to lay your hands on the sick. It was already in my heart. It's already been in my heart to do so, but I know you have to be an ordained minister to legally be able to go in a ho in, into hospitals and be able to go on floors and just and just have at it, you know, with the Lord and laying and laying hands on people and stuff. So He ordained me, laid His hands on me, and it was a it was a real powerful and intimate, real intimate time. There is a divine connection when you become a partner. It is highly important to be spiritually connected in the ministry where you are called to. And although Brother Copeland may have embraced me in a way, with, you know, like spiritually and physically, and in moments like that, some people, you know, may say, well, I want somebody like that to embrace me that type of way. You are already embraced that type of way by Jesus. And the thing is, you know, as it says in Romans 2.11, you know, God is not a respecter of persons. So what he may happen for me, he may happen for somebody else, but it may not be the same exact way that you've seen God use. And so that, that's the ultimate way you know to be encouraged 100% know that God is for you. And what he makes happen in my life, he may happen for you as well. And the most important part is just staying in the Word and reading the Bible because when you are assured, it comes from being in his presence. We can only have total assurance by being with him. Like, because we know man is not our source. God is our source. It doesn't matter who embraces you. You, you embrace God and God will see to it that you're going to prosper through the blessing and all that. But we are grateful, 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 you know, that God used Brother Copeland in my life in that way and also now being my spiritual father. Now, Gloria, a lot of the young people, um, they say, uh, he, uh, well, yeah, that's Grand Mill. Very, very well-known Christian rap disc jockey. I mean, everybody knows Grand Mill um, from radio. But what I wanted to point out here is, here's a young man. Now, his dad, Terry Miner, is a good friend of ours. He'd been in, been in our home, you remember, and, uh, and, uh, and, and he, he claimed me as his spiritual father. So, actually, I, I, I guess I was Terry Miner Jr.'s, or Grand Mill's, spiritual granddaddy until this occurred. But anyway, the thing that just popped out there to me, he was raised in the household of faith. He, did, he didn't know uh, you're supposed to fail. That's he wasn't afraid to do what he needed to do. And, it, and his dad, I mean, it, it was just 
I was just like that. I mean, like he said, it was so unexpected and everything. His dad just suddenly went home and be with the Lord. Well, I mean, Terry Jr. just stepped up and uh, he already knew how to believe God. He was already successful as a Christian rap artist and he's, 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 he's got a new album out uh, some months ago and, and all that kind of thing. He's, he's flowing with God since he's a baby. He don't know how to do anything else. <laughs> and that, that's, that's all you need to know. Whoa. Now, when you, you know, the scripture says you train up a child in the way that he ought to go. Mm -hmm. If he gets old, he won't turn from it. And if you look, if you read that verse on down a little bit, well, on each side of that verse, you'll see that it was referring to training a child up to not be in debt. Mm. And people just take that verse out of its setting. Huh. I was raised to be in debt. My dad took me to the bank and thinking this is a good thing to do and took me to Help. the bank and, and uh, introduced me. I was just a kid, just a teenager. And, and what, the, what you did back there then, you borrowed $50 and then you hand it to your daddy and your daddy keeps it for, until it's supposed to be paid back and then he hands it back to you so you don't spend it. <laughs> and you go back down there and pay your note off. Well, you do that several times. See, and then somebody would, you, you have your credit rating back there in those days, it would just be marked satisfactory. Well, you had a good credit rating building up. It liked to have destroyed me. And as, as you know, and by the time she and I got married, I was $24,000. 1962, $24,000. I mean, that's... You still didn't have anything. It's, that's, that would be about the same today as um, $150,000, $200,000. And we was in that mess when we went in the ministry. I just wanted to point out that it's so vital to surround your children. And if you haven't been doing it, start doing it now. Say, come on in here, boy. We're going to listen to this. We're going to, don't talk Bible. Just say, come on in here. We're going to feed our faith. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. Amen. And then after they kind of wake up a little bit, well, of course it's a Bible. Of course it's the Word of God. Amen. Now, let's keep that same flow. That same flow, I want you to watch Brownie Bounds. Now, Brownie, oh, Brownie's like, like one of our children. And, uh, I mean, I married she and David, and David, David's uh, in heaven now. And, and they've been missionaries all the way up in the northern parts of Canada and up among the Cree Indians and, and all of that. So I want you to watch Brownie. My name is Linda Brownie Bounds, and I'm from Lloydminster, Alberta. I was raised in a denominational church, but didn't get born again until I was almost 24 years old. But... Uh, Two years later is when I went to work for Brother Copeland. And so I learned faith. I was working with him and Brother Jerry Savelle at the same time. And so I learned faith from those two who are my fathers in the faith. So Brother Copeland played a significant role in your and your husband's lives. Yes, he did. He, uh, because I was working for him and then when I introduced him to my future husband, David, uh, 
finding out that David worked with the First Nations people in Canada just knit their hearts together. And then he performed our wedding ceremony and uh, actually ordained us as apostles to the nations during that ceremony. Tell me about the work that you and David did here. Well, we came up here at, primarily to work with the Cree nations uh, in northern Saskatchewan. But uh, it turned out that we were called to the whole nation of Canada. So our work was to establish churches and raise up indigenous leaders in those places. It was a miracle that we had children. They, the doctors had said we couldn't have children. And you know, that doesn't say no to us. We say yes, that the Lord, the Lord had already told me actually when I was working for Brother Copeland that I would have a daughter and I was to name her Liberty for where the spirit of the Lord is, there is Liberty. And so he told me to do that. And then I didn't know at the same time he had spoken to a young man in Canada and named David Bounds who, uh, God said, I'm gonna give you a son and you're to name him Jonathan David. So when we got together, we had to agree that, okay, this is part of, if you wanna marry me, you gotta to agree to this. But um, so we knew, even the doctor said we couldn't have children, we knew we would because God had promised us liberty in Jonathan. And so we did have two children and we raised them with the word of God. We raised them, you know, being able to come to like these different conferences, Victory Campaign, Southwest Believers Convention, Anaheim back in the years, where we would take them and let them sit under the anointing even as young children. And uh, by that, they, you know, they had to make their own decision. They had to have their own encounter with God, which they did. And so both of them are now serving Jesus. Uh, my son is the pastor of our church in Lloydminster, where I'm living now. And uh, he and his wife pastor the Word Church of Lloydminster. And then Liberty and her husband, Matthew Harris, they are uh, basically getting ready to launch into their own ministry in a few, a couple of years, I guess. But they're helping in a church uh, there in Philadelphia and in other areas of New Jersey. So we're just really blessed that we're all serving Jesus and. I think, I think because I came from a legacy of faith where Brother Copeland, you know, he, he was under Brother Roberts and then Brother Jerry was under Brother Copeland. And so we see that the, the faith, the heritage of faith is so important. It is so important that you raise your children with a faith atmosphere that you, you parent out of faith and not out of fear. And you put that foundation in them. And the word says they won't depart from it. And they haven't, and now I have a grandson, and he's, he's just a real blessing too. We just know that God has called our family to preach the Word of God, you know, all over the world. We need the people that have been under this, and, and the people that have been in the Word, and the people that have walked by faith and experienced all these things. We need to hear what they have to say. And I'm not too much younger than Brother Copeland, but. I need to hear what he has to say, but I look at my children and my grandchildren, and that, there again, that's the heritage of faith, that's the legacy. And so we need to pass on. And, and my son said it so well one time when uh, he was graduating, he said, it's not, he says, it's not passing the baton to someone and they run. He said, it's passing the baton and we run beside each other. And I think that's so well-spoken in that, the younger generation, the ones that have been raised in this, they're not looking to get rid of us. 
they're looking to learn from us, but they have something that needs to get out. We have to make room for them. We have to uh, honor what God's called them to do. And I'm thankful that they have that confidence because they've been taught faith. They have that confidence to teach it and, and not necessarily in the same way we did it, but it's the same message. Now, you know, uh, there are things that are supernatural that are not spectacular at all, but they're no less supernatural. Mm -hmm. Now, when, now I, I, want, I want you to verify this. Terry and Hannah Minor, ordained by Kenneth Copeland, answering the call of God. Doesn't say anything about being raised in the house of faith, does it? No. When I, as we were watching that, just at the close of it, the, I just heard the Spirit of God say that. Talk about the fact that he's raised in the household of faith. Well, then Brownie comes up. Can, can you see how the, how the Spirit of God orchestrated whomever picked those? Because they weren't looking for this, it was something that, that Terry Minor talked about being raised in the household of faith. And the Spirit of God said that to me. The Spirit of God had those two put back to back. Ha, 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 on the devil. I tell you what, oh, Holy Ghost is in charge of the yes, believer's voice of victory. Isn't Hallelujah. that good? Hallelujah. Woo! That's shouting ground, brother. Praise God. That would happen with, between Jerry and me. We'd, we'd, he'd, he'd come in from somewhere, and I'd come in from somewhere. I mean, we'd, we had ministered together for a long time. And, and, but then he went out in his own ministry. And we, we, we would, he would, without us, we never did talk to one another about what the other one's going to preach. I'd be following him. He'd be following me. And one time in a full gospel businessmen's fellowship meeting, I was sitting right next to a friend of mine. I had the outline out on the power and authority of the name of Jesus. That, now, somebody, somebody's hearing me right now or, or the Lord wouldn't be having me take time to do this. And Jerry got up there first and he took point one, he took point two, and he took, and he got right down to the end of the point and that point, and I, I poked this guy over there and I let him look at my outline. And uh, I, I had the same outline in my book. The title's a little different, but it's, about, it's a power and authority in the name of Jesus. And uh, he got right down to that, that third point. He said, uh, well, um, let me read this scripture here and, and we'll close. He read the scripture and closed. That was my opening scripture on, on, the, on my outline. That guy said, wow, that beats all I ever saw. <laughs> but see, it wasn't spectacular, but how supernatural. supernatural. Hallelujah. This is life in the faith lane, Praise brother. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. As the Spirit of God orders mm -hmm. and ordains life. That's what living by faith is. If you spend time with him, now, now you, you can hear this coming through both of those yeah. testimonies, that here's people who spend time with God. They're not spending time wasting a bunch of time on a bunch of junky television and all that, and, and then get up about 10 minutes before time to go to church and, and go back and dig out. Well, let's see, I preached that one. Oh, let me get back here. Uh, yeah, 14 months ago. That, that, that's probably, they won't remember that one. <laughs> no leadership of the Spirit of God at all. Amen. 
But God knows what He's doing. And He will order your life. That's the reason you need to be so full of the Spirit of God. You don't want to think about anything else. You don't want to talk about anything else. And that's one of the things before this week's up, we're going to talk about the anointing of God, the yoke destroying, mm -hmm. the, the burden removing, yoke destroying power of the living Praise God. God. That's one of the things that Jesus came to give the church to you and me. Amen. Amen. We'll be back in just a moment. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.